1: Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets instantly. It is that simple. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. Hey, everyone. Tiers and Sousel here with Johnny Venerable, Frank Sanders. And what a win in Santa Clara for the Cardinals, beating the 49ers 31-17. to 17. So many fantastic performances and, and so many good storylines to come out of this game. It's almost hard to, uh, to, to know where to start. But I'm going to start with this, Frank, because <laughs> you said you were going to get a tattoo of... Uh, that's Cliff going, Kingsbury K two yep. is what you said if they won this game, and so we're gonna hold you to that.
0: Look, I um so I'm totally impressed by the game. I'm totally impressed by the players, the way they stood, the way they kept the standard being the standard, as we heard Christian Kirk say the other day. Um, but I'm gonna keep my word. I expect to try to get one on Tuesday so if someone knows another gra- another tattoo artist. <laughs> That wants to come to the, I'll I'll do it online and get a K2 tattoo. So we're going
1: to do it. Oh,
0: so we're going to do it online. Yeah. Okay, great. And then, but also if you want to add, I already have my design out there. But if you want to add another design to it, then... we're keeping it relatively realistic, like yeah. smaller. Yeah, very, okay. Yeah. We're not trying to get a full back tattoo or tramp <laughs> stamp or. Okay, so legitimately, over the shoulder, we yes. need your
1: help this week. Hopefully, we can do it on Tuesday this week. If you have any design ideas, or if you have any tattoo artists that will travel and can come to the studio so that we can do it during a show, we'll, pl-
2: we'll plug your tattoo uh, agency and and all that good stuff. Uh, this
1: guy to my right is going to yes. get a Cliff Kingsbury tattoo, though, because he's Somewhere that impressed. Right if
2: there. we have to, if we have on to push angle. it to
0: to Friday, we can. And we can. We push can. It. And we're yes. also in studio Friday, but next look, week. Look, an impressive game across the board. Um, I wasn't a believer. I, you guys heard me. I just, I wasn't so long Colt McCoy. I wasn't so on um, the coach coming in with a game plan. I, I did say if he had a great, he he would impress me immensely. That's why we changed. I literally changed the standard of what I would have said. Remember yeah. We talked about yeah, I yeah. need to have at least 11 to 12 to 14 wins or a playoff. And I was like, man, if he can take that band of backups and marry men to. Misfits. Right. To, <laughs> to San Francisco and pull out a win. A yeah. division opponent. Yeah, but that's
1: your fault I, for thinking that Cole McCoy is a, is a misfit. He's not.
0: He's he's, Frank been wasn't the the only one. he's been in the league. He's been in the league twenty five years. <laughs> he's got less than seven thousand seven thousand yards passing. He hasn't been amazing. But there are some things that were said that you and J- Johnny absolutely said that I just couldn't buy into it because I hadn't seen him really do it. And when he had a chance to do it, he didn't do it. And I'll I reference I reference that back. You know when we get to that moment. But I swear, like I just did not believe in Colt McCoy and what he could do. And literally. I got. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna get a tattoo. Ooh! All right,
1: Sean. Super chat. I'll contribute to the tat. There you go. The tat money. Uh, we will take contributions of any kind, whether it's monetary or ideas for tattoos or a suggestion, a recommendation for a tattoo artist. So keep them coming. We appreciate that. Uh, Colt McCoy's stats for today, he let them speak for himself. Doesn't matter what anyone said about him. 22 of 26 passing for 249 yards and a touchdown and obviously leading the offense to 31 points and a win.
2: Anybody who doesn't watch this game and they look at the box score and say, well, Jimmy Garoppolo played well. He had two touchdowns. Colt McCoy only had one. You had to watch this game with your eyes to see the self-awareness from Colt McCoy from first quarter to the end of the game. He was sacked a couple times, but he held him in the football, right? His pocket awareness was immense. We were even saying it Cherson, during the game. Kyler Murray sometimes could learn a thing or two from Colt McCoy, just about how he steps up in the pocket and keeps his eyes looking downfield. And that's not a shot at Kyler Murray. Frank, you said it. Uh, <laughs> Colt McCoy's been in the league for a long time. He's 35 years old. I had the utmost confidence, I said this all week, that I thought he would play well. Uh, I wasn't sure. I was going back and forth all morning whether or not I thought the Cardinals would win. I thought the offense would move the ball, especially when you consider that this f- front seven for San Francisco has not been what it once was. I thought that they would make a conservative effort to, to run the football. Clearly, they did that to great effect, even without the plethora of options at receiver. I mean, Colt was so efficient in the passing yes. game. Even his longer throws, that beautiful pass to Christian Kirk downfield, I thought, set the tempo for the second half, where the Niners get that touchdown, 17-7. They think, okay, let's force a quick three and out. Let's come back out and score a touchdown. No, 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 no. The Cardinal offense made it clear in the third quarter, like, nope, this is going to continue because we've got a quarterback who's sure of himself that can make the throws that are available to make. And what he did throughout the duration of the game, it's like hey, I can check it down to Zach Ertz or Rondell Moore or Christian Kirk, and they can manufacture yards. And I think that, again, we talked about it all week, distribute to your playmakers. And everybody was so hung up, rightfully so, about the absence of Hopkins and A.J. Green. The Cardinals have one of the deepest receiving cores in the NFL. It was on display today. Antoine Wesley, you know, we're, we're immensely impressed with Colt McCoy, but I would be remiss if I didn't say. And I... Every week, I'm more impressed with this team. Even last week, how they responded against Green Bay in the fourth quarter. Cliff Kingsbury is the front runner for NFL Coach of the Year. If you don't think that, to, to go into this environment where San Francisco feels like they have their mojo back after beating Chicago last week, and you've got a bunch of BNC players, according to the national media, a bunch of guys on vet minimum contracts like Colt McCoy and, and James Conner, and all you do is Cliff Kingsbury is you're pushing all the right buttons in an effort to get them to succeed. You're losing offensive linemen left and right. Doesn't matter. Uh, it it ties Cleveland, in my opinion, most impressive performance of the season.
1: Do we want to pull up a video of another reason why we love Cliff Kingsbury so much? Yes. It has nothing to do with his play calling and everything to do with the fact that he was talking some smack yes. to Josh Norman on the sidelines.
2: <laughs> Look at Hot behind him. You don't think people are bought into their head coach? Hell yeah.
1: Heck yeah, Cliff! Tell him. You tell him. Uh, that's rare that you see a head head coach and uh, player from an op- uh, opposing team kind of go at it on the sidelines. We we got a good kick out of that. But uh, hey, you can't you can't say enough good things about Cliff. That's why you're his biggest that's, fan, I, right Frank. now.
0: I am. I'm, I'm just. I'm totally impressed. We asked. I asked one thing for him because I've been around a bunch of coaches and I've seen him. Not answer the bell, not necessarily put their guys in good positions, not grow and learn how to be great coaches. He's doing that. He's proven that. He's taking the talent and been and and is becoming creative in so many ways. I mean, like we got talent, but you have to still be able to use the talent. And he's doing so many good things with the offensive line. He's putting guys in positions. Some of the offensive linemen were getting beat in a lot of in, in a lot of on a lot of plays. But he started helping those guys with with other tackles sliding down and stepping down. And we'll get into, that into the in the Frank Nose segment as the week, as the week comes. But trust me, there's so many things that happened that was so well today creatively that I, I really one hundred percent thought San Francisco defense was gonna come out and punish us. Yeah. I thought that front four was gonna come and just just go balls to the wall to try to get to the quarterback, stop the run on the way. But our offensive line answered the toll, answered the call to be physical. And not to give in to what could happen on the road, not having all your pieces, knowing you had to run the ball. There was so many good things that happened. Defensively, we'll get to that. We'll get to that as as, as the conversation goes. But just a really well played football game a, with a bunch of guys that you would have thought that I just honestly, like I said, I didn't believe that they had that something. We had missed. We we're missing leadership voices. We're missing guys getting in their faces. And guess what? I'm 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 impressed. This is one of the most impressive wins that I've seen from a team that and going against another good team that needed this win, and they answered the, they answered the call. So I, I'm really impressed with this win. Really, to me, really
2: the Young Sung hero and and it'll get talked about this week. But big number 61, Rodney Hudson coming back from an injury. The Cardinals greatly missed him, especially last week against Green Bay. The Cardinals played this right. They put him on IR. They let him get healthy over the duration of the last three weeks. And he came back with a vengeance today. If you don't think that that was a big advocate, not to take away anything from James Conner, why the Cardinals were consistently moving the pile forward, if you go back and watch the James Conner screen touchdown, he's got multiple blocks, including a pancake downfield. To me, I I just think his insertion into the lineup and his stability for Colt McCoy on the road, what he did for this Cardinal offense, when you're substituting, they they had backups at left guard and right guard throughout the duration of the game. I I was so impressed with sixty one. He is almost as invaluable as somebody like Watt or Kyler Murray to this team.
1: Uh, Espo with a two dollars super chat here for Frank's tramp stamp. He is advocating for that kind of tattoo <laughs> on
0: uh, like a, a come on, Espo. Not on the back though. You know what I mean? I need to, I need it somewhere where you know we, it could be at least talked about. Well, the Cardinals
1: oh. able to key in on the run game, and Rodney Hudson such a big part of uh, how effective they were able to be. Uh, James Connor, the beneficiary of that, with a monster day. He is our DraftKings Sportsbook app king of the game. He had over 100 yards. Uh, total yards and three touchdowns, two of those Tds on the ground, one receiving touchdown he has 11 total Tds on the season which leads the NFL and that's the most by a cardinal player through nine games since 1973 that was Donnie Anderson. Oh, so him. he is quite literally uh, having a historic start to, uh, to to this season and to his career here in Arizona, he the way that he runs, Uh, The manner in which he does it, unfortunately, Chase Edmonds went down. Um, But, you know, James Conner is is no consolation prize to be out there.
2: No chance. And I'm guilty of it. We've talked about it on this program before in the offseason. It's like, who are they going to get to compliment Chase Edmonds? Najee Harris. Let's get Javante Williams. Let's draft a back high. And kudos to Steve Connery. He's like, nope, I'm going to buy my time. I'm going to get this former pro bowler from Pittsburgh for 30 cents on the dollar. I'm going to get him to compliment us perfectly. And you saw it again with Eno, and we'll talk about Eno here in a second. But the physicality, Cherson, that you mentioned and the energy, he's an energy guy on the sideline. And I had an opportunity to sit in on the press conference against Green Bay, and he was so gutted with that performance. He's an emotional spark plug for this team and guys feed off of his energy and that was evident today the niners like to predicate themselves on pushing people around and it was obvious coming into this game a lot of people thought cardinals still they're a soft team the niners threw on the bears last week they'll be able to to you know mess with colt mccoy and company and what did james Conner do he was in between the tackles getting the difficult yards consistently moving the pocket forward so i I just i can't say enough for steve Kime that acquisition I mean, you got to be thinking about how 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 can we assure ourselves that he and Chase are, are back with this team next year? And then you know Benjamin, I, this is what the great organizations do, right? You stash a guy on your on your team like last year. You know was on the fifty three last year. He just never dressed, right? Seventh round pick, get acclimated in the system, right? Because you can't just come in and, and play right away in the NFL for Cliff Kingsbury. You got to be able to pass protect, right? You have to know all the routes out of the backfield, and so. He's active today. Chase Edmonds goes down after the first possession. Eno comes in and doesn't miss a beat, complimenting James Conner. That run over Drake Kirkpatrick for the touchdown, that, to me, you're sending a message to not only the Niners but the rest of the NFL, like, we are going to play smash-mouth football. We can beat you in so many different ways. And the best part about this running game, guys, is I think it gives Cliff Kingsbury additional reinforcement, especially when Kyler Murray comes back, like, We need to be more grounded in our approach and not be so pass happy and consistently going for the big plays. I've said it all year. This team, when they're at full strength on their offensive line, can get four to five yards whenever they want it. And that was obvious today.
1: We are going to take a break here from the conversation because Peter has a super chat for Frank's face tattoo of Cliff's face. Of Cliff's face go big Frank. I'm All right. So we've
0: got, stamp, we've got a tramp
1: stamp. We've got a face tattoo. I'm trying to add up yeah. these
2: super chats here. I think we're still <laughs> under just under $10. <laughs>
0: we're going to need a little bit more than that for a face tattoo. Mike Tyson on them. Uh, look, it's um, it's impressive. I, this is one of the. This, I said it before. It's one of the most impressive wins I've seen. I feel
2: like we say that every week. I with just, the well, team.
0: this is just so it's it's crazy because you just don't. We're doing it in so many ways, with so many and fa- so many facets. Defensively today was impressive. We talked about you know Chandler Jones coming out, and you said it earlier uh, that he need to have a great game. Our, our our secondary needed to show up and basically be the receivers of the ones that we didn't have playing. D Hop and AJ Green. Those guys made a lot of great plays on defense. Vance Joseph moved that defensive line around to create some problems. Our defensive line came to play. They went out to grow up below 5 30, sacks. 39 rushing yards allowed for the defense. And then that's crazy because you would, I 100% would have thought that that's not like that's not even like our strengths. No.
2: It's unbelievable. Like stopping I the one run run you friend. and throw that out there 39 rushing that's yards for San Francisco. Like it's uh it's, a, it's, it's a, not
1: only not our strength, uh, not the Cardinals strength. It is the their what they're worst
0: at and what the Niners want to be best at
1: and what the Niners want to be best at.
0: So that's just, and that tells you the guys came to play. There is something about when I look at you as a player and I know you, we got each other's back and that we're going to rise to the occasion because we still got to prove that in this league, we are who we think we are. And that is what they're, that's what they're showing us. Like, I mean, there's the guys that played today, the, the rotation of, Guys in and out and guys, not, they're really not missing a beat, shows you how well they're coached, how well they're in tuned, and how well they they love each other that they're willing to play for each other like that. Like that, to me, is something that's special. And we're watching a really good something. – we're watching something really, really good right now with this Arizona Cardinals, and they look good, and they look well, well coached. And we said it when Cliff was out, is that it's hard to find coaches – a coaching staff that seems like they're on one accord. And this coaching staff seems like they're on one accord. If something goes wrong, somebody else has his back. Or we're gonna we're gonna bend, not break, or we will we will put pressure and try to get the ball back to you. And the defense is just turning the ball over, getting turnovers, and the offense is just going down the field and scoring. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, once again, our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game was James Connor with over 100 yards and three touchdowns. Uh once again, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code PHNX. But Uh, $5 on any NFL team to win their game. You're going to get $200 in free bets. That simple. But as always with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And this would be a good time to reintroduce one of our best-selling t-shirts. Maybe we are just effing better. A mm. quote from the one and only J.J. Watt, who, by the way, was fire on Twitter today during the game, supporting his teammates. But you got to love the t-shirt. You got to love what it stands for. And maybe this team just is better. Never mind that, uh, you know, they had a frustrating loss last week. Uh, but we were talking to some of the players. And, um, you know, they were saying, in all the great teams... They don't win, but they don't lose back to back games, yeah. And, and and they certainly did not, uh, you know, let it be the case today. Peter with a super chat, ten dollars now. Frank can get a Bruce Lee thigh pad tattoo to show off in his uh Speedos at the beach and throw on some slacks to look classy at the office. How about that? Wow, are that's you, very
0: specific. Are
1: you biting on that one, Frank?
0: A thigh high look, I look. I got a my nickname or one of my aliases, is Speedo Jackson. I like so it. So what? That's my alias, like Speedo Jackson. So if I'm out having a good time and I don't want to be Frank Sanders, I go, hey, they asked you what's your name So my name is Speedo Jackson. And so for him to where say, where
1: did you come up with that? Did
0: you used to rock Rocket Speedo a lot? No, it's just you gotta have a. When you at certain places, you gotta have a. You gotta have a different kind. <laughs> so of when of, he was traveling to Dallas and when I was going that to that certain got, places, yeah. so if I if I'm at a bar. When I'm hanging out with the buddies and they want a drink, so then what I would say is, they say, well, "What's your name?" I say, "Well, it's Speedo Jackson," because my dad is fast and Michael Jackson. Hee hee! I would do that, and it would just it'll flow well. So yes, but no to that Speedo tattoo, uh-huh. uh, that Bruce Lee thigh high padded tattoo. Uh, I can't see me doing that. I can't see a calf tattoo, but. They will We're be pretty fly this slide and I love you, this
1: Speedo Jackson thing. is, Don't let us, is it's, it's what <laughs> is, That reminds me of, of uh Lane Kiffin going out as Joey Freshwater.
0: Thank you. See, <laughs> you, you gotta have a, uh, you have to have a, you have to have a unique name sometimes. So Speedo Jackson was my, is my bar name and it's, Typically, if I'm hanging out, it's just my bar name. I love everything about Speedo that. Ito Jackson. That's
2: great. Jackson. Speedo What would Jackson. your bar name be, John? Oh, like Sh- Shorty McMichael or something, <laughs> something like that. My bar name would be John or Johnny Venerable because- no one would think to look me up anyway, so I can I can be incognito. Be like, I know that voice. I can, I can hey, have, an, I can have a nice trouble. drink at the end of the bar and keep to myself, so no, that's what Jamie, my name. I'm The only you, thing
1: I do it. is I, I, I just give out random names instead of mine so that I don't have to repeat my name or I have See? to spell it for somebody. I just come up with something else. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, my goodness. Peter with $15 super chat now. Unleash Speedo Jackson on stream, Frank.
0: Oh, man. Oh,
1: my goodness. Letting out
0: too much information, man. I can't be doing this. Y'all put me on the spot like this. Let's back to this tattoo and this game on display. Peter, I appreciate you, brother, 100%.
2: Can we quickly talk? I don't want to put put out the fire here, uh, but can we talk about Christian Kirk for a second? We had an opportunity to visit with him on Friday at the Trading Card Club here in uh, Gilbert, Arizona. And he came into this game, default number one receiver, right, with a target on his back. And all he did was catch six passes for, for 91 yards, caught all the passes that were thrown to him, and he threw almost a touchdown. I mean, Christian Kirk, for the flack that he got over the course of maybe the first couple seasons, faded down the stretch. This is November football now. This is big boy football He's a free agent at the end of the year. He talked all about not that, but wanting to win and get this team into the postseason and make a run. When we had a chance to visit with him, I, I couldn't be. There's so many people to highlight in this game, but I just want to make sure that wasn't lost because I was so impressed with him today.
1: Yeah, and that flea flicker to Antoine Wesley that helped set up, a, I believe, one of um, James Conner's rushing touchdowns. And you can't say enough about him either. I mm-hmm. know, like I said at the beginning of this, it, there was there were so many storylines, so many. Uh, you know, incredible performances to highlight. It's like, where do you even start? So you've got James Conner, Christian Kirk um, on offense, certainly Colt McCoy on defense. How about Chandler Jones getting a sack? And now yeah. he is the franchise sack leader um, and had a, a really awesome uh, gesture to, um, you know, the, the, the man who previously held the record, Freddie Joe Nunn, and passed away. Uh, just last month. And so after he got that sack, he lifted up his jersey and, um, you know, kind of paid homage to yeah. Freddie Jonan with with, you know, his his face on, on his T-shirt and. um I just thought that was just an awesome gesture. I don't know how many games in a row he's been wearing that just shirt, or if he that. just like felt that today was going to be the day or something. I don't know. And that
2: looked that shirt looked like old school, 100 cotton, maybe kind of <laughs> shirt too. It didn't look yeah. like Supreme, Under Armour, or
0: Nike. Maybe Pro he fit. just
1: like ordered ten of them, and like every game he would put a new he one can, on. He
0: can afford that. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, waiting on that moment, but <clears throat> knowing Freddie Joe Nunn and what he what he's meant to, especially me as an alumni. Uh, we've got a, I've had a chance to meet him several times and, but to see that gesture, it it made me want to well up because I I think that's something special to always not forget the guys that Mm -hmm. have come before you and to see that you've surpassed them, but yet you still remember him. I thought that was, it made me well up and I thought that was pretty special. So Chandler answered
2: the bell. Uh, not only that sack, but he had a couple QB hits. He looked good uh, too. He though. did. He, he looked, looked fast. He,
0: he said it. He looked fast. He was down in his way. And I'll give he Vance really
2: good. He did. I'll give Vance Joseph credit. You know, he had some pressures on Trent Williams, but they they overloaded the right side of the offensive line for San Francisco. Knocked McGlinchey out of the game. Gave his backup fits. And I mean, just like we talked about it on the pregame show today, PHNX tailgate. Like, how can you not love Marcus Golden as an Arizona Cardinal? I tweeted out. <laughs> That man should never be able or be allowed to leave this franchise again. It was a gross, gross mistake allowing him to walk as a free agent a couple of years ago. He's on pace now for, I think, roughly 13 sacks. I think Chandler end up getting double-digit ch- sacks. People always ask us, like, do the Cardinals have enough to get to a Super Bowl? What are the ingredients, right? Well, I think offensively, we feel like check every box. Defensively, you know, pro bowlers in the back seven with Buda Baker. Your front seven doesn't always have to be great against the run, but you have bookend pass rushers. And if we get this kind of Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden throughout the duration of the rest of the season on the edge, that's enough. Both guys, I think, will be in double digits. Big Jordan Phillips showing up today, getting in the interior sack. Who knows? Knock on wood. I would love to see... JJ Watt back eventually. Maybe he can take his time. Maybe seeing in December, January. By the way,
1: is officially on IR, Ew. so he will for sure at least be out the next three weeks. But hey, maybe after the bye, we'll see him come back.
2: I think we'll see him. I just can't. Imagine. He's tweeting and as adamant as anybody else during the game. His excitement level. He can't stay put. He. I. Here's what I'll say. I would be shocked if he had surgery, and I think maybe the IR play is just to to get right as long as he needs to until it's time to come back because surgery inevitably knocks you out long term right and there's a huge recovery process if you're just trying to build your strength up and doing the cold bath in the tub and all that good stuff i think you'll be fine
1: leah is laughing do we have somebody uh
0: every time leah laughs Zach, i know something's I know. going on What's going i gotta laugh <laughs> Zach what? Says, what? What's zachary going on? says i feel like speedo jackson would be the bo jackson of aquatic sports <laughs> <laughs> that's very appropriate <laughs> oh my god that's, that's too a good funny. one you that do is a good you one. do smell of a K2 tattoo coming up. We will definitely make sure that happens and it will be live. It will either happen Tuesday or in the coming weeks. Um I won't keep my word. Uh it was it was impressive, Oh, in
1: coming weeks?
0: Well, you know, couple, couple I think coming days. Means, like, couple We, we got to yeah. get the
2: we got to here's gotta get the say. approval. Got to get the right person in here to do yeah. it. I don't want you know, yeah, well, Frank won't. to get infected or anything like that. What's that
1: one? What's that one uh movie where she like pulls up the shirt oh, and it's all like a bridesmaid <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <We don't laughs> Pour some frozen
1: br- peas on it, you'll be fine. <laughs> we don't
0: want that. We, problem. we can't send Frank to the IR with an <laughs> infected tattoo. Look, I posted it. I'm serious. I look, I we we had a standard earlier, and we talked about that standard saying it would probably be about the playoffs. And a tattoo is something very serious. And I've had a bunch of people contact me and be like, don't do it, bro that's a tattoo but i was like look I, I put it out there because i'm impressed and i needed to, i needed something that would impress me if it's not a playoff or 14 wins or something like that i know what it like what it's like to lose and what it feels like to lose. and you guys do know the same thing too um it's there's no difference when you're a fan you know what you know what it well feels worked. like, and, like but when <laughs> what you does start, that mean? But when you really start I know, seeing he was
2: like you know how that is well, too i was well, like What's my that high mean? school football team <laughs> was the teacher. runner you up in the state state championship about, game
0: that look you showed me the first time we was talking about San Francisco and what they did does here before that look on your face I was like my God
1: I know it felt like it was a personal Thank thing it. though Frank and so
0: that's, and that's what it feels like but to watch what they're doing how right now how dare you Frank no bro it's it's no, a I'm just kidding when you, we're covering a team that's doing something special we haven't been here before everything looks really really good the backups look great the management looks great the coaching staff look like they're on one accord and we're watching our, our team do something special so. To me, I felt like it to be a special moment, and we're gonna make sure that that tattoo happens. and we will be live, um, and if you guys got some cool designs, put them on the PHNX Sports, put them on the PHNX underscore Cardinals, and I'll tell you what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna scroll through it, see what we like, and then we'll make a decision. Christian
1: Kirk just tweeted out, "Bet against us. Don't know where they're getting the odds from. Cards win. Hello, shot <laughs> straight at Vegas." <laughs> Maybe we're just effing better. You know? We are,
2: I think so. Especially this post game show. I I, I just want to say, since this post game show in PHNX Cardinals, PHNX in general, the Cardinals are eight one. You know, the last time they were eight one on a season, can anybody tell me when? Two thousand fourteen. They were two. They were, I believe they started that season nine and one with Aaron's and company. Carson mm-hmm. Palmer then subsequently got hurt against San Francisco, knocked out for the season. They still ended up making the playoffs, but you had the likes of Ryan Lindley starting playoff games. Uh, we don't want that. So that's part of the reason the Cardinals made the right decision today. And I think we should talk about it. Cardinals made the right decision sitting two of their most valuable players in Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And they said, we're going to let the culture and the guys that got the reps this week do the job. And boy, did they ever do the job today.
0: And I was definitely anti on that too. You know, I was. Yeah, for sure. But you you, you made me a believer. I mean, I'm a believer, bro. I mean, like, I I don't think I'm going to doubt you too anymore, much more on this on <laughs> the we try. show. We do our
2: research. We write the content. We're not always right. Cheerson's right more than I am. I was adamant that I thought Colt McCoy would play well this week, though, and he did. He well, looked really good.
1: there we just we had faith in the fact that there was a reason why they went out and got Colt McCoy, right? And they the fact that they did go out and, and pursue him and bring him in spoke volumes to them to the trust that they have uh, in him. But I've also heard, just talking to people around, you know, the the, the franchise that. Cole is more a more valuable asset than anybody realizes. Not mm-hmm. only, you know, is he a veteran and, you know, we we saw what he's able to do on the field today, uh, but he he just is such an asset to that quarterback room in helping Kyler Murray, whether it's talking through things, keep, keeping him level-headed, giving him perspective, walking him through things, um, and just being an example for him. He um is exactly what the Cardinals needed in a backup quarterback. And uh, he's just a net, just one of so many additions to this team this year that are working out so well yes. for them.
2: We I think there, there's going to be an article or maybe even a book written about this offseason and this free agency period for the Cardinals and the batting average of Steve Kime and the hits that he had, not only from a production standpoint, but a leadership standpoint. I mean, you cannot do better than J.J. Watt and AJ Green and James Conner and Colt McCoy and these veterans that have come in seamlessly, Prater. Matt Prater, and have not only you know steadied the waters but have elevated this team. I mean, I, I would be on the phone with Colt McCoy's agent after this game, James Conner's agent, get them as key cogs. Especially James Conner is still in his mid twenties, and I think this is the perfect role for him because in Pittsburgh he was asked to be the guy, right? And you're, Pittsburgh, you're you're toting the rock thirty plus times in cold weather. Here it's like. Be a compliment. Have games like this, and then you'll have games where Chase Edmonds goes off, and that's that's the perfect formula for success. I also
1: think that he has played more of a role. We thought he'd be more of a, you know, more of like a goal line guy yeah. or used in just in certain situations. But he his role is a lot greater than anybody expected when he got here in Arizona.
0: I, I agree, one hundred percent. He is um, he's his attitude. I mean, because. The offensive line, like it's, it jailed extremely well because of Ronald, Ron, 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 Rodney Hudson. So that made everything work well. Mm-hmm. But his attitude pushes our offensive line. There's only maybe one or two running backs in the history of the NFL that could say, "I did great without a great offensive line." Yeah, that might be Barry Sanders and uh, Walter Payton. Maybe. maybe without a great offensive line, everybody else needs an offensive line. But if you got a guy with him with all that energy and that passion, he makes them want to play. He makes them want to block. They didn't want to tackle him today. They did not. That was
2: clear. You watched that screen pass, they were like, "No thank you." Uh, when's the last time we've said that about a car maybe like David Johnson? I mean, with all due respect to like Kenyon Drake's of the world, like James hits the hole with his shoulder pad square and pushes the pile enough where it's like 3 yards, 5 yards, 4 yards, and then it's like 20 yards and yeah. he's making people miss. Uh it just To me, it is one of the top three biggest surprises of the season. That, like how the secondary is playing, and then, of course, Cliff Kingsbury.
1: We talked about it before the game. The Cardinals came into this one five-and-a-half point underdogs.
2: I think the line got up to five, five, five five-and-a-half, depending on the the bedside.
1: And, um, you know, of course, we go by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and if you... If you bet that uh, and you bet against the Cardinals, then unfortunately, they proved you wrong. Um, But you don't always have to bet on a team to win or points. You can combine any number of bets within a game, a same game parlay. And the more legs you add to it, the more money you can win. Uh, DraftKings. Is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's mm-hmm. why the Drafting Sportsbook app is our go-to app here at PHNX. And, um, Johnny, how did you do today, by the way?
2: I did okay. I hit an afternoon parlay, that being with Justin Herbert and company, the Chargers. Uh, they covered the one-point spread and the overhit. So I went about 50 bucks in that game. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. I uh, I largely stayed away from this game because the line was so dicey. I know a lot of people were jumping all over San Francisco this morning, but to me, you know, my heart was with this team. And so, you know, I may have had the Niners and the points in a parlay earlier today. Uh. We're not going to talk about that because I don't want to talk about it. But on the official prediction prediction from PHNX.com, I did pick the Cardinals to win by one 28-27. So I feel like it evens out.
1: I feel like Cardinals fans should be like, we're Cardinals got back on track, right? Like we can talk about the the likelihood of the Cardinals, you know, going undefeated. It was super. I mean, we all expected them to lose at least one game. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now the Cardinals are able to say, you know what? We played a a tough game. (laughs) You know, it was tough how it ended. We stayed in it. Uh, Ultimately, we lost but the following week we got back on track with a big division win on the road, another 30 plus point performance without a whole bunch of starters on offense. And, you know, now they're heading to Carolina. They've been, they've got the Seahawks and they got the bye. I mean, right now the Cardinals just put themselves back in fantastic position um, and exactly what you wanted to see. So I think the, the Cardinals uh, at one point it, they were uh, the cameras were on the sidelines and everybody on the sidelines, you know, D hop and, Everybody just looks so ridiculously happy Mm -hmm. and happy for each other. You know, show the sidelines after, Eno scored his first NFL touchdown, James Conner coming up, you know, embracing him. It just seemed like they were having so much fun out there Mm -hmm. after such a disappointing week. Then you had the long weekend and then another week to kind of just let it all marinate. And we know these guys were so eager to get back on the field. Uh, And I think they kind of just were able to erase everything that happened and totally move forward. And they were so excited to be out there.
0: When we had Christian on, I tried to get him to do something that he wouldn't do, which is really talk about what is really going on in that locker room Mm. and how these guys are really responding to each other. And he came up and he said, hey, man, I'm cool. I'm doing great. But the standard is the standard, and that's what we're chasing right now. And it's our standard. Nobody else's standard. Like even, you. so you heard his tweet come out and he was like, look at Vegas, ha, 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 ha. Because what you think of us, we think better than what you think of us. And that to me is something pretty, that's that's telling on what's going on inside and how these guys are believing in themselves, buying in themselves. And honestly, it's crazy. Like, you know, they, they talk about doing camaraderie stuff and we do that all the time as players, but we don't necessarily gel how these guys are gelling. And there is the egoness, the egos are like, not there. Yep. They're, they're confident. They're cocky. They know who they are, but they know, no they know they're know fit. Well, they know they're fit. <laughs> they <could> be, they...
1: <laughs> Frank knows I'm not a fan of divas. <laughs> She's not a fan of divas.
0: <laughs> but they know they're fit and they're rolling. They do it extremely well. And I think the coaching, man, is just showing – it's telling because we don't really see a bunch of the mistakes. Last year we saw a bunch of uh, off, off uh, false starts from our offensive line that was killing some of our drives. We had dumb penalties last year on the defense that was really – just jacking up what we really was trying to get to. And this team is not, they have not done that. So they're not, that lets me know the maturity is there. The coaching is there. And to me, as a fan right now, you just really got to be 100% jumping on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, every social media site should be blasting your team out to the world because they really deserve it. They're really really performing um, at a high level and they're giving you what you desire, which is whatever whatever you're investing in a team, and you got a you got a a product on the field that's performing, and even the ones you don't even think that would perform is performing. That to me, I think is uh is pretty. pretty Pete's special. at it again. What you got for me, Pete?
1: Does somebody else, Johnny? Why don't you read this? Because my eyes are so bad.
2: <laughs> Does Speedo Jackson have the momentum? to rival Crud Muffin. Hashtag crud, crud Muffin. Also, please donate to the GoFundMe to cover Drake Kirkpatrick's funeral. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Eno has yeah. expressed remorse for murdering him on national television. Wow. Yeah. The, the former Cardinal, he Drake ran Kirkpatrick. ran
1: him over.
2: Wow, Peter. Nicely said. Nicely Couldn't said. say it better myself. Yeah,
1: and good point pointing out that Drake Kirkpatrick is a former Arizona Cardinal.
2: The Niners' secondary is in disarray. They came into this game without Jimmy Ward, They're starting Josh Norman, who blew up with Cliff Kingsbury, which was hilarious. Which,
1: by the way, he did say in his postgame press conference that it was nothing malicious and sort of downplayed it. I love it so much. I guess it was some friendly smack talk.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and then Drake Kirkpatrick at, you know, well over 30, who lost his legs last year with the Cardinals, is starting for them. To me, it just shows you, like, the Niners were so overvalued by the national media and the public, and they were so arrogant with how they handled their quarterback situation to me, like the Cardinals, you saw today, top to bottom are more talented. They beat the 49ers at San Francisco with their backups. And the only thing really San Francisco had to hang their head on coming into the season as opposed to the Cardinals is, well, yeah, the talent might be, you know, a d- a differentiator, but you have Cliff Kingsbury and we have Kyle Shanahan. And that's why you're a fourth place team. I heard that countless times. Yeah. Vegas had them on many draft sites, I think including the DraftKings Sportsbook app, as the favorite to win. The NFC West. So I, I think that this has poked holes in just switching up from a Niners standpoint. Um, the Niners' philosophy that they are a winning program, that Super Bowl season we've seen now is an outlier. They lost Robert Sala, which Robert Sala historically gave this team fits. He shut down Kyler Murray in that pivotal game 16 last year. He's gone. DeForest Buckner, he's gone. They've drafted guys like Devon Kinlaw, Javon Kinlaw. He's a bust, right? To me, it's it's all the mantra of Shanahan, and it's blown up in their face. Cliff Kingsbury now firmly a better winning percentage than Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan's under 500. Cliff is over 500. And I think Cliff put a death nail in the 49ers' season this year, and it is hilarious to see. I, I love it so much.
1: BZ says, "Fantastic clock management from Cliff there at the end, and that's something that they've been able to do. Uh, it's several times throughout the season. Hey, when you're at multiple scores, you're able to run the ball." Take time off the clock in the fourth quarter, and that's something they've been really good at. But the thing is, is you can do that. I mean, you've got to be up. Uh, or you can you, you can do that when you're up by multiple scores, and you know the ball, the uh, the game's in your hands at that point.
2: They were converting first downs or third downs to first downs, and although they didn't score at the end of the game, specifically that second to last drive before the Buda Baker interception, they flipped field position. That was huge. Picked up key first downs. Colt McCoy. Just his, again, his awareness in the pocket to step up and make like three to five yard throws and then James Conner and Rondell Moore do the rest. Christian Kirk, do the rest. Get over the yellow line. Get down, right? I was so impressed with Colt McCoy. Like he got hit a couple of times, held on the football. What'd Jimmy Garoppolo do? what Brandon Ayuk do? what George Kittle do, do? They put the ball on the ground. Yep. And that was the difference. Niners had three turnovers. The Cardinals had none. You go on the road in a hostile environment like that with a bunch of backups and you don't turn the ball over. And you're putting together methodical drives. And then to your point, Cherson, when the game is basically decided, but the Niners have a little bit of momentum, they score 10 unanswered points. You take it. You get a long return on the kickoff by Eno. And then you're just like first down, first down, first down, flip field goal position, right out the clock, Baker interception. I, I that, That's what, to your point in the chat, that's what winning programs do. And the Cardinals have been doing it all year. Yep.
1: Fergain Travel Club pointing out, love the Murray here, Frank. I think that's something that we just didn't even address, but yeah. Uh, it's just normal to <laughs> it's us. It's just normal to us.
2: Wow. <laughs> Chris has got that a great right question there, in the man. chat. Do we want to answer Chris's question?
1: All right, Chris Lewis, where do you rank Cliff on the list of NFC West coaches now?
2: So not historically, because Pete Carroll's going Pete to the Hall Carroll of Fame. Is,
1: yeah, I mean, he can't. he's you can't rank Cliff over Pete Carroll when you're talking about their full body of work with when Cliff's only had a, a few years under his belt. But for this Thank season
2: you. You. he is firmly number two <laughs> behind Sean McVay. And I think let's see how. How do you
0: say he's behind Sean McVay well, when he just smacked up Sean McVay? Went to his house. I'm not sure the Ram- door in. I'm not sure the Rams are going to lose again. For a friend of his to come sit on the sideline. Like, come on, bro. Like that is. I I, I cannot say at this <laughs> point. I
2: love you, Cliff, Coach of the Year. I'm a f- full believer. I support the tattoo movement. I cannot say that Cliff is a better head coach than Sean McVay. What I can say is he's leapfrog firmly Shanahan and Carroll. And the Cardinals are in the co-driver seat for the NFC West. Let's see how the rest of the season plays out.
0: You say that, and I have to say, Sean McVay, they had to sell every item they had in their stable in order to get him what he got. Just to say he's a good coach who's been to the Super Bowl but lost and got handed handedly a nice whooping by the Patriots. And the next year came back and stunk it up with Jared Goff. And now he. They sold everything for him to become this great coach, but our coach has not done anything similar to that. Our staff hasn't done some of that. The Cardinals haven't given away. And, you know, I told him I want I him to give away a whole bunch of stuff, but they didn't yeah. do that. And all he's done is just gotten better and better. Without even having the tenure of what McVay has in the NFL, he's just come in straight from college, come in after two years. Now look what he's doing. And you still think is better than him? Even though when I came to your house, I kicked your butt with your number uh, one quarterback? I can't no. say it yet. I would say, I'm just I would say
1: in eight weeks, just eight weeks, and you're going to all of a sudden say that Cliff is a better yes. coach than Sean McVay. Yes. I think that's too small of a sample size. I think that's being way overdramatic about one small sample size. What's small about it? If Cliff takes his team to the Super Bowl and then continues to have success after that, I would say without a doubt, he's the best coach in the NFC West. But no. it's too small of a Sample size.
0: I mean, well, I'm just, I'm just matching it up with what he's had and what I have, what he, what, but Sean had when he first got into the NFL and what Cliff. Look has.
1: what Cliff has? What do you mean? Look, what- I'm saying,
0: I'm saying what he had when he got into the NFL. Like again, that's time and tenure with Sean. It's apples. Jared anologist. Goff hasn't
2: won a game. It's apples and oranges. Sean he, and his right. career. That's a little concerning. And so
0: I, I'll say the same thing. I'm glad that he got Matthew Stafford, but don't. Matthew Stafford has had the same exact caliber of players when he was in Detroit, and he did nothing with it when it came down to it. So we will see. Good point by Peter. How it plays uh, Some time between
2: Zach Allen channeling J.J. Watt after a bat down and the slow motion replay of Jordan Phillips rubbing his belly and licking his lips as I realized this D was feeling themselves today. I also think, Peter, great point. 10 days off helped this unit that was leading the NFL in points per game. How soon we forget, how soon the national media forgets, that the Cardinals are really good defensively. And I thought that opportunistic is the word I would use today, especially in the first half, forcing those those turnovers. Because, you know, Kittle and Ayuk, when they fumbled the football, they were driving downfield. So that was a, a little worrisome. But, I mean, you look at, like, I go back to, and this is probably, uh, you know, a gross overestimation, but the Chicago Bears, like in 2006 when they went to the Super Bowl, They were opportunistic defensively they forced a lot of turnovers the saints when they won their super bowl like a lot of people didn't think that they were an all-time defense but they put teams made teams put the ball on the ground they intercepted a lot of passes that's a lot of what the nfl is and you can clearly see it's a priority for guys whether it's Byron murphy and isaiah simmons today or whomever to go for the football to punch the ball out because we talk about it all the time i think the most overrated stat in the nfl is yards it's about scoring points and you're going to give up yards in today's NFL just with the with the rules, especially against quarterbacks and receivers. The plethora of talent most teams have. I mean, the Niners have really good receivers. And I mean, Debo Samuel didn't do much today, but but your guy Brandon Ayuk had a big day. Kittle was back. He's a force. So it's like you're gonna give up some big plays, go for the football. And and they made an impression on me today that th- that's what they're constantly gonna do.
1: It was a big day for former Sun Devils, both Brandon Ayuk and Eno Benjamin scored yeah. touchdowns on back to back possessions. It was exciting for you know everybody here, you know, if you're an ASU fan, regardless of whether you're a Cardinals fan or a Niners fan, whatever, just just a fun day uh for, for ASU fans all around. But yeah, that defense, um, they are definitely taught to to go after the ball mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it pays off for them. Two force fumbles, five sacks, seven tackles for loss and an interception. That is what the defense was able to do today.
0: They came to play. You know, you, you talked about Shanahan, how you just do not you're not impressed. And yeah. I, I had to agree with you today, man. Like yeah. you you talk you you killed Garoppolo for the last if there,
1: there's like two people that Johnny hates the most, Thank it's, you. it's Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's just like <laughs> just, really, right. they, they offended I, you. The at more some point.
2: more Shanahan than Garoppolo because we know what Garoppolo is, and I think he's a product of Shanahan. Shanahan to me, I think it's that mindset. At least for me, like your dad was a coach, you've been given every opportunity. Like you're a good play caller when you're the OC. That Super Bowl season, though, watching that take place watching their playoff run, like, uh, they got break after break. I knew that was an outlier season, and they used every excuse in the book last year with injuries. I just don't think he's a very good coach. I think he he can call plays, clearly. He was great with Atlanta once upon a time. He was great with Cleveland once upon a time. But, I mean, the gap with Kingsbury and Shanahan before the season, you would have thought it was the difference between Freddie Kitchens and Bill Belichick. That's how people poised (laughs) it nationally. And clearly... It's Cliff Kingsbury, who came into the NFL with a target on his back, right? And everybody thought he was a joke, and all he's done— I mean, he's going to be the runaway coach of the year.
0: It's going to be pretty special, man, to watch how this—how Cliff continues to grow. I'll have my tattoo by the end of next week sometime, but— <laughs> That's where and everyone it won't wants change to talk about. It. I promise you, I won't change it. I know for a fact that this is how it's going to go down, but I'm excited with what we have as a coach, what he's able to do, and what he's presenting to the fans— the other coaches around the NFL and to all the guys that that is in the NFL that wants to come here and play that thought maybe they was going to play with Larry or if they didn't think they was going to play with Larry, they knew they had a lot of good pieces. D-Hobbs went out and recruited J.J. Watts. That means some other guys are going to go out and recruit other guys and ask guys to come and play with this team. Hey, look, you can get a, you can get a bunch of touches. The offense line is pretty amazing. We got Zach Ertz. He decided to come here. That's another thing. So that to me lets you know that whatever he's selling – He's doing a hell of a job with it. And what these guys are buying in and believing in, it's showing. And that, to me, is pretty special. So he hadn't won a Super Bowl yet, but this tattoo is going to happen because I know for a fact I believe he's 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 treading in the right direction Cliff with, with did, the pieces he has.
1: Cliff did things the right way, too, because he realized when he first came into the league that he didn't automatically have respect from his players. And it's taken him a, a few years, but he's obviously shown up and been consistent and done things the right way behind closed doors and in that locker room to eventually gain the respect. Uh, why would any professional football player have automatically given him the respect? It was like well, you just got you got fired by your alma mater at the college ranks. You've cool. never coached an NFL team before. Yeah. Why should I respect you? And you got to give kudos to Cliff and everything he's been able to do. Uh, we did get a little bit of clarity on that Chandler Jones shirt. Uh, he first wore it in the Packers game. And of course, says he dedicates his record to none who passed away recently. So he was not wearing it for the last five games. He's one of for two now. All right, Chris yeah. Lewis. Want to thank Frank for signing a teddy bear for my daughter at Phoenix Children's Hospital 19 years ago. Oh. Frank, that was a
0: young Frank. That girl. is oh. so sweet, Frank. Look, we've had some good moments, um, Chris. Thank you for thank you for saying thank you, but thank you for being who you are and. Unfortunately, look, Phoenix Children's Hospital do so much. Um, unfortunately, child had to be there, but there's so many things that they do so well and um, just got to be a part of it. If it brought a smile, then I'm, I'm happy just to be a part of that, man. So thank you.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome content. That's uh, our comment. That's awesome. Um, so Arizona beating the Niners 31 to 17 to move to eight and one. So many headlines that can come out of this game, but we asked you, for today's headlines, yesterday's? Yeah, yesterday's, yesterday's headlines, headlines today, today. <laughs> today. We change the
2: title of this every week because we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> Basically, before the game, we ask you to... We ask you headline yeah, predict right. the
1: headlines, and then we'll see how you did. That's the segment. Here are that's a couple right. of our favorites. <laughs> Leah? This
2: is from Saul. <laughs> yes, our GM, Saul Bookman. A venerable... Ooh, that's a nice touch. Performance by Murray. Dash, 49ers playoff hopes. Replace Murray by McCoy. And, and you're in you good have shape. have yourself
1: a headline.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh,
1: yeah, Frank's supporting a, uh, a Kyler Murray look, even though he was hanging on the sidelines today. Yeah,
0: look, I know how Kyler feels. When I get into the meeting, I'd be like, look, I couldn't play. Colt did his thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get this healthy. Is still my team. <laughs> it's still my team. Don't uh, touch it, Colt. But we got to win. And uh, look, uh, proud of the guys, how they came out and played coach called a great game this would be one of those things I think he would say is that the same thing he said when he left the Rams games or when at the end of the game he said this is one of the most impressive game plans we've had mm. since I've been we're in the league and I think yeah man I, and I think that's exactly where he what he would say this is one of the most impressive game plans I've um, I've been a part of or had a chance to watch you as a player get a chance to see your coach do something without you and that only that only if it, it feels better now. The confidence that Kyler can have is the same thing that sometimes Coach have Coach would have when he's on the sideline and he hears the plays that Cliff is calling out, but Kyler does not necessarily see it the way Cliff called it. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes you'll be like, you'll get back in the meeting, you'll be like, "Hey, uh, I called this play it was on third and ten because I knew that they was going to run a three down a cover three defense with four down linemen." And they was gonna stunt, and then, but I knew they was gonna go that way, so I ran a swing on the backside, just so you have an out. And so, coach heard that in the, on the sideline, and then he thought, yeah, just throw the swing, should be a first down. Good call, coach. And then Kyler comes out and he does something different. He swings left, he doesn't look back right, and then, but you don't see that. I think now Kyler gets a chance to see that, and he gets a chance to hear how Cliff is calling plays and why he's calling plays. So that's why they say sometimes your backup quarterbacks is sometimes your best offensive co- your yeah. coordinator, your oh, offensive coach, or your coach. And now you can see that to me is a good day for him because I, I swear he he would have learned so much more about Cliff being there, listening to him call plays down in distance, taking advantage of those moments to see now. So now I know why he's calling these plays when I'm in there as a quarterback.
1: Just like a J.J. Watt can do wonders for a guy like – Zach Allen, or just like, uh, Jordan Hicks can do wonders for Zabin Collins. Mm -hmm. I feel like Colt McCoy can do wonders for Kyler Murray. And I don't know, I think Kyler is not a dig at Kyler. I think Kyler, you know, wants to, uh, you know, it be his skill set, his doing, mm-hmm. I don't know that Colt will ever get the, the full credit that he deserves um, for the kind of role that he's been able to to play in Kyler's development this year. But I think it's been a combination between Cliff and Colt um, being in there helping Kyler throughout the process. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason why we've seen him make a big jump.
2: This is the first time great point that we've really seen like the maturation process of the Cliff Kingsbury offense because we've thought for three almost three years. It's just the product of Kyler Murray. Or a lot of people think that. You know, Brett Hundley had a nice second half against Seattle uh, his rookie <laughs> Wait, year.
1: why, why yeah, are no. you guys wearing that? It's an
2: homage that. to Cliff and his Ray-Bans because yeah, he kick-ass.
1: Yeah. We got to get
2: you a pair so we can yeah, rock them. Um, Brett Hundley had a second half against Seattle that helped them win. But for the most part, it's been Kyler Murray's show. Thankfully, they've won a lot of games under Kyler Murray. Last year, we got the unfortunate start by Chris Streveler that was a gimmick. And that's why they went out and said, okay, we have to have the ability to plug and play a backup that can come in and win games with his arm and his feet. And so today was the full maturation process of the embeddement of the Cliff Kingsbury offense yep. for three years in Arizona. Yep. And I think to your point, Shearson, now he can look at that credibility standpoint if he didn't have it already and say, okay, okay, Kyler, instead of scrambling out of the pocket and negative plays, let's step up and look for the man downfield. Let's take yep. the easy plays just like Colt did here on second and five or second and seven instead of putting ourselves in a hole because Kyler is the ultimate eraser. We've talked about it throughout the duration of the season. Like third and long doesn't matter, right? A lot of their touchdowns are on third and long. Broken plays, using his arm and his legs, big explosive of plays downfield. What we saw today, I think, was just Cliff Kingsbury saying, like, I can nickel and dime you just like anybody else. And, yeah, we'll mix in some big explosive plays, the trick play, the long play to Kirk, but – He schemed a lot of those guys open, so I don't think there's a better compliment for Cliff Kingsbury relishing this opportunity to take it to Kyle Shanahan with a backup and having his backup succeed because that's a a a direct product of Cliff Kingsbury with all due respect to Colt McCoy.
1: Do we want to take another look at some more headlines? Yeah. Colt McWins, Murray McRests.
2: That's spot on. Okay. I love it.
1: <laughs> Leah, can you help us out with who who tweeted that? Yeah, at uh, Todd J. Sephirati.
2: Was Todd having some McNuggets too when he was doing that?
1: <laughs> I like it. It works.
2: That's the best one so far. That's nice. Yeah. Right, let's
1: see the last one. Chandler Jones makes his first appearance since week one sack day.
2: Also appropriate. I
1: mean, he had his first sack since week one, so absolutely.
2: They did such a great job, that being Vance Joseph. They said, okay, we know Trent Williams is the best left tackle in football. Let's just overwhelm the right side. And when Chandler got a sack, it was against Mike McGlinchey's backup. I think all three of Marcus Golden's sacks came either on the right side or the interior offensive line, and it's just like, it's almost like, when you take away a great receiver or a great corner, I should say, <laughs> and you're like, I'm not going to throw the ball over there because Darrell Reefus is over there. and I'm the awesome or whomever. Right. And I'm going to focus on this other side. And I thought brilliantly done by Vance Joseph, because I mean, Trent Williams has eaten this team alive the last couple times they played. Uh, he had a great showing against Chandler Jones in the game against Arizona at safe farm stadium. A few weeks ago, that was a much more competitive game. And the Cardinals had JJ Watt and the, the Niners were starting Trey Lance, who was essentially an athlete running around a quarterback. Today, it was just like, OK, we know we can overwhelm Jimmy G, right? He's prone to make mistakes, which he did. He can take sacks. And I'll give Chandler credit, too. And, and this may not stick next week, depending on who Carolina opts to start. But Chandler said, we haven't had uh, a, a pure pocket pass or quarterback in a little while. Uh, and they were looking forward to facing Jimmy G as a result. And you know, the tune of five sacks, I think, speaks to that.
0: Chandler said something last week when you asked him about his contract. And he said, look, there's so many more things that come into play outside of that determines how a guy gets his contract. And it's not just quarterback sacks. It's actually pressures on the quarterback and how many other things he does well. And I think he put a lot of pressure on Jimmy G. He moved, he moved the pocket back. He put some pressure on him. He look, he said he was slimmer, he said he was faster. He looked felt like he looked like he looked stronger and quicker. And he showed great signs of that. Um, not having a whole bunch of rotation, I'm, when I, I'm really not. You know, one of the things I'm not 100 percent sure is how, how winded is. Does he feel winded? You know, because COVID sometimes caused guys, some of the guys, to be winded, and they couldn't, they couldn't go a whole bunch of plays. So I'm not sure if that was might have been sometimes because he definitely was. He wasn't. He didn't play the full game. He was on, uh, on account, but in truth, when he got in and played, he looked great, and that is something that we can look forward to because we hadn't seen him since week one. So that, and I, he looked good today.
1: He did say that he felt good. But what I appreciate about Chandler is he is well aware of what's being said about him coming into this game, not having a sack since that week one. Um, tremendous outing that he had. But he stood there, stood tall, was very respectable about saying, listen, I know what some of you media members like to say. I know what a lot of the fans like to say. This is what, you know, my bosses are looking for. You know, this is what, you know, how hard it is to get his... He was level-headed and he remained confident in himself Mm -hmm. and didn't, didn't start to, you know believe what the outsiders were saying. You got to get a sack. You got to get a sack. You're not doing enough. And, you know, obviously COVID threw a wrench into into that for a little bit as well. But he didn't get too overwhelmed with, hey, I've got to produce a sack. I've got to produce a sack or I'm not doing enough here. I think he had the right amount of, you know, focus. And I'm sure he knew, you know, I've got to step it up, if nothing more, just because JJ Watts no longer on the field. But, um, you know, I love that he remained confident and just let the game come to him. And, you know, just another one of the many guys that had a great game today.
2: Settling in now for Chandler, I think over the next couple weeks, you get some susceptible offensive lines, Carolina, Seattle. I think this is the start of a trend. Knock on wood for Chandler Jones to rack up some sacks. He said he was kicking himself, being out against Cleveland and the likes of Houston with backup tackles. I think he makes up for lost time. You know, once upon a time, we the three of us sat here and we're like, can he break the sack record? After week one, I think now it's just about playing consistent football and, and having an impact every single game instead of worrying about your contract or records or, or whatever. You've got a great running mate on the other side with Marcus Golden who's having a career year. Uh, the Cardinals are very fortunate that Vance Joseph, if he does anything well, is he, he can generate pressure. And today they needed to. They needed to rattle Jimmy Garoppolo. It was the one thing the Chicago Bears didn't do last week, and that was the difference in the game. And today we saw errant throws. Even though Jimmy didn't throw an interception till late, look at back at how many of those throws to receivers to Ayuk to Kittle were grossly inaccurate. He's not a big hitting the number guy in the numbers kind of guy, right? He's throwing it's,
1: everything it's, high. Right,
2: high or low and away. And and to me, like that's when you know you're you're in his head. And on the flip side, like the, the the pressure that they felt by the Cardinal offense to go score for score was too much. It's the pressure that the Packers didn't feel, unfortunately, on Thursday night football where the Cardinals were shut out in the first quarter. So you've seen like the offense and the defense play off of each other. The defense plays well when the offense has an opportunity to run out to a lead and they can pin their ears back. Where the defense is susceptible is if the offense is slow to get started and they were against Green Bay, teams can nickel and dime them and run the football and take up you know huge time and time of possession. So thankfully the offense did more than enough today to complement the defense and it was an overall just great team win.
1: I agree. Um, before we wrap things up, Binard asking, "Do you guys think that JJ is going to for sure get surgery now?" No, I think we feel like there's a really good chance that he's not, especially because uh, you know he would have gotten it by now. I feel like yeah. if if they really felt like that was the the way that they were going to go, so uh, it seems like the 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 plan of action from here is to just try and heal that thing up without surgery. And he'll be out at minimum the next three weeks, which means four really with the bye. And, you know, maybe we'll see him after that. But surgery doesn't seem like very likely at this point.
2: Yeah, we don't have any insight. It just makes sense. Everything that Steve Kime has said, you know, they wanted to keep him off IR, but they, he's trying to build his strength back up, right? And so there's not a big difference if you're JJ Watt to having surgery now and potentially missing the rest of the season or waiting and having surgery in like February. And then missing like off-season work. Because what is J.J. Watt going to get from OTAs, right? And, and parts of training camp. You just need J.J. Watt thinking ahead to next year to be ready in September. And so and he missed all training camp this year. So right. I, I think the the most advantageous position for him to be is, okay, I'm going to hang out. I'm going to work with my trainers, Cardinal trainers. I'm going to be around the team. And I'm going to try to give it a go, whether it's 75 or 80%, even if it's like a complimentary defensive lineman, in December and January. And if that's what you get at this point, I think you're playing with house money because the Cardinals have shown, like especially with their performance today with 39 rushing yards allowed, they can still be a really good defense without him. It's just will you need JJ Watt against the Packers in the playoffs, the Rams, the Cowboys? That's where I think they're looking ahead to. Yep.
1: Fellas, any final thoughts before we wrap things up?
0: Think bird game travel for my uh for my <laughs> uh, Murray hat. The tattoo is still going down. You guys stay tuned. We'll be posting it. You want to send some pictures in? Give me some ideas. Make that, we're going to make that happen. The uh, super thigh tattoo, not going down. The face tattoo, not happening. Uh, lower back? The, the lower back tattoo, definitely not what happening. What about bicep, like inner bicep? Uh, no, because somebody might lay there one day. Oh. and I don't want them to see that okay. there as in what? who's that? I don't know. but. <laughs> Somewhere by the ankle. We're about to give you a place. It's Somewhere by the ankle, um, it'll definitely be. Um, but great win. I was a doubter. I didn't see it happening. Everything you guys have said definitely came to pass. Um, JV, you, Chirsten, what you guys believed in, I didn't believe in. I was not a fan of Colt. Look, great win for the Arizona Cardinals. Great win for the fans. Great win for us at PHNX in a lot of ways, Just especially for me, because now it just makes me that much more of a believer in watching um, what we're putting together. And that's the reason why the K2 will be going down this week.
1: I agree. Every single person, player that's a part of the Cardinals franchise or a fan of this team should be feeling fantastic after this win. Again, 31 17 was the final in this game. If you're not following us on social media, please do so. If you're not subscribed to our podcast or our YouTube channel, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button. And again, Recommendations for Frank's tattoo, we'll take them. Recommendations for a tattoo artist that would be able to come here and do the tattoo from our studio. Send them our way. We need to get this sorted out. In the what next do we
2: days. want to say? PHNX Cardinals DMs, maybe? Or are DMs open?
1: Um, they should be open. I would say PHNX Cardinals DMs or any one of our DMs, I cool. would say, for those only cool, cool. Stay out of my dang DMs. Don't don't except, send it to mine. Except okay, send don't it. send it for Frank doesn't check it. Uh please. Oh God,
2: now it's my responsibility. Go through <laughs> this. No, you
1: can send just if I don't try I don't respond sports. to any DMs unless it's going to be Hang on, let's Frank's che- tattoo related.
2: Okay. Do it PHNX underscore cardinals. We want to drive people to that Twitter anyway. Those are the okay, go to so that for DM. sure.
1: For sure, the DMs are open. Okay, awesome. Cool, cool. Michaela, our social media director, is confirming that. Thank you, Michaela. Our Cardinals, PHNX Cardinals, Twitter DMs are open. So, tweet at us, follow us on social media, hit that subscribe button, and we will see you tomorrow.